news is not God, uh, I mean, God is always good. The good news is the gospel, you know, and uh, really excited. Last week, I wasn't here. I was in uh, Paya Leba, but I got to share with the whole group of people that, you know, during uh, Good Friday and then we were celebrating on Saturday, someone received the Holy Ghost in my home. Amen. I, you know what? I, I just want you all to understand today, I want to make it as practical as can be what making disciples can look like. I, I think sometimes we make it too complicated. So at the end of the day, at the end of the, this whole series, you say, well, I want to do this because really, folks, this is it. Miracle signs and wonders. But God is looking for a vessel. Amen. How many of you came because someone invited you to church? Raise your hand. Come on. Or, or, or go to a Bible study. Raise your hands. Come on. Yeah. Just imagine if that person didn't invite you, we won't be here today. Amen. Amen. So our job is really very important. Amen. And, and I want to make it as practical as can be. That's why this whole series is really all about surprise the world. Amen. I say again, surprise the world. Okay, you know, last week you talked about Jesus Christ being alive. Of course, if you want to surprise the world, then Jesus Christ got to be alive in you. Some of us, we, we, we still put him in the tomb. <laughs> Some of us, we still roll the, the stone away because we compartmentalize God. Only when I Sunday, then I, I, I roll the tomb away. But God doesn't want that kind of relationship. God wants a relationship that's every day. Amen. Amen. God wants to do a new work in you every week. Amen. I mean, God wants to perform miracles. You know, my friend was in ICU two weeks ago. Mandy, Pastor Mandy, you know, we prayed for him. He's out of the hospital, praise God. You know, he, and, and, and not only out of the hospital, uh, yesterday he went home. Hallelujah. Praise God. They say that, oh, his lungs collapsed, nothing. Oh, you know what? The church prayed. Amen. I believe God wants to do that same thing. I believe that for people to understand change, this, 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 there has got to be a holy dissatisfaction what's going on around the world. I don't know about you, but there is a kind of tense atmosphere and, you know, uh, uh, and, 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 and for believers, you know, we shouldn't be surprised that this is happening because, you know, uh, uh, the Bible talks about it. Amen. You know, I recommend you all, you know, some of you, you need to pray a prayer, Lord. You know, it's been so long, I never do a home Bible study start, uh, or unlocking the Bible. Give me one student. Amen. You know, I, 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 I'm telling you that there are people out there that are hungry. But we are waiting for someone else to do our work. There are only some people that you can reach, you know that? Come on, everybody say praise God. There are only some people you can reach. I cannot reach them. So we need to work together. So that's why we decided to do this whole series. You know, and, 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 and uh, if you have your Bible, let's turn to Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 and 20. Matthew chapter 28, verse 18 and 20 says, Go therefore make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded you. Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. Okay? So again, what comes to your mind when you think about the word evangelism? <sighs> you, know, you know, I don't know. You know, what comes to your mind? Today we're going to be talking about it, but I want to make it so practical that it doesn't need to be an added thing into your life. It can be just a natural flow. 
Amen. Everybody say praise girl. Praise God. Sorry. Praise God. You know, again, in TJ, we, we have our DNA. We are for mission trips. You know, I've always said that I miss mission trips, you know, talking to a bunch of people every week, you know, India, Colombia, China, and uh, Philippines, and growing. <laughs> Last week, I managed to spend some time with the superintendent of Colombia. Amen. Isn't it? I don't think it's a coincidence that we reach out to Colombia because we have Sister Nancy there. <laughs> Amen. And then she found out that, ah, you meet with the superintendent, that's great. God's opening new doors. You know, but, but more than that, you know, uh, I think we can also focus on home missions. You know, everywhere we go, God's going to put people on our path and we need to be the light, be the salt of the earth. Amen. And, you know, uh, again, sometimes when we think about an evangelist, we think about people like Brother Lee Stone King. <laughs> you know, we think about Sister Jenny Miller. We think about Brother Willoughby. Amen. <laughs> oh, I don't see. First of all, let me say this. We are not asking you to be a Brother Lee Stone King. <laughs> Amen. We are not asking you to be a Bishop Willoughby or Bishop Ellis or myself. God wants you to be you. Amen. And, you know, this whole series, Surprise the World, came from a book I recommend it. It's by Michael Frost. You can download it, you know, because uh, I want a fresh view. You know, I, I really want to push myself a little bit more in this area. My wife is better in this area than me, but I like to partner with her. You know, if, you, if, if that's not your gifting so much, you can always partner with someone else who has the gifting and then you support the person in the ministry. Okay, and, 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 and in this book, he says this, when gifted evangelists tells the rest of us that we should behave like gifted evangelists too, it has a debilitating effect, weakening bad effect. We look at confident, articulate, theologically trained evangelists preaching in our churches and hear their stories of sharing the gospel in a restaurant, you know, and when we hear them tell us that we too can and indeed should. Do we do or and no, do we do or we freeze? <laughs> you know, we know we can't do what they do. You know, I'm not asking you to go out there. You know, some people are natural and making friends, you know, wow, hey, hi, how are you? Or, or, or there's a term that we use, door-to-door uh, -door evangelism. You know, when people would knock doors, you know, some of you say, man, I cannot even have a decent conversation and, and I'm, I'm an introverted personality. You know, I don't think that will work for me. Yeah, we are not asking you to follow stereotypes. Okay, everybody say praise God. But there are some things that we can do. I want to give you some practical tips. How many of you ready for practical tips? Amen. I, 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 I think that, you know, you know, when you see the world today, you see a lot of broken lives. You see broken marriages, broken relationships, and I believe that Jesus Christ has the answer. You know, uh, been doing a workshop of inner healing. We need more inner healing than we thought we know. How do I know that you have inner healing? You need an inner healing because you, you, you are not comfortable with your skin. You have fear ruling your life most of the time. And my wife had been hearing me... <laughs> Teach this inner healing online. I see people being touched, strongholds being tied down. And then the next week, you see them coming online. Their face is so different. They know how to touch God. They, they, you know, and, and I realize that 
that more than just physical, because you need, when, when, when someone has physical, need physical healing, you can tell. <laughs> but when you talk about inner healing, it will affect in all relationships, the way you treat your wife, the way you talk to your children, it all comes out. And, 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 and there's an uncertainty then. There's always this fear about reaching out to people. There's always this fear about what you people think about me uh, and all kinds of stuff, insecurities, you know, that rob them from really experiencing the joy of the Lord. You know, uh, relationships were broken. Maybe you were hurt before. And, and, and I realized that, my goodness, more than anything else, people need healing but they don't even know that they need healing. And that's why we have worship like this today, that we lift up holy hands. But more than that, you also need to discover what's holding you back. Amen. Let, let me ask you this question. If you know that you cannot fail, what would you do? Amen. Okay, so today we're going to talk about two groups of people and then we're going to be talking about uh, turning to the book of Colossians chapter 4, verse 2 to 6. Okay, Colossians chapter 4, verse 2 to 6. You know what? Can you do me a favor? I love the Word of God. I, I like to honor the Word of God. Why don't we stand for the reading of God's words? Colossians chapter 4, verse 2 to 6. This is Paul writing to the church, at, you know, uh, in the New Testament, Colosseo. You know, so Colossians chapter 4, verse 2 to 6, it says this, Continue earnestly in prayer, being vigilant in it with thanksgiving. Meanwhile, praying also for us, that God would open to us a door for the word to speak the mystery of Christ, for which I am also in chains, that I may make it manifest as I ought to speak. Okay, then verse Five, walk in the wisdom towards those who are outside, redeeming the time. Let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each other. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 to 16. 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15 to 16. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready to give a defense to everyone who ask you a reason for the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Having a good conscience that when they defame you as evildoers, those who revile your good conduct in Christ may be ashamed. Okay? Father, help us, Lord. Lord, again, we want to give ourselves to you, God. We ask God that you continue to speak to us, give us clear direction. Lord, we take authority over the spirit of fear. Father, we command fear. Fear has robbed us. Fear has robbed a whole generation. Lord, I, I bind that spirit of fear right now. But God, that we will begin to learn how to walk in you. In the name of Jesus and all God's people say, Amen. You may be seated. You know, again, last week we talked about resurrection. Exciting. God is alive. Amen. Jesus Christ is alive. You know, and then in Matthew chapter 28, Matthew chapter 28 can can break up into three segments. The first segment is resurrection. The second one, the response. Amen. And you should see the disciples when they see Jesus Christ alive. They went around sharing with joy, excitement. You know, there was worship because Jesus Christ is alive. 
I mean, I, I ponder and I, I reflect about that. You know, if he's alive, then why is my walk so dead? Amen. Why is it so mundane? I mean, come on. He's alive, right? Do you know what it means? It means that, you know, death has lost its thing. Amen. <laughs> that, that I can have deliverance. Amen. There can be healing in the name of Jesus. There is excitement, but there's another group of people that, that, that bribed, wanted to bribe the disciples, say, hey, don't tell anybody about it. And the world has a way to bribe us. Hey, 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 you know what? You know, shut up. Don't talk about it because the more people know about it, they're going to get their deliverance. So I'm going to shut you up. So, so that's why this topic today deserves us to study about it because the world wants us to shut up. Amen. Or, or could it be that because the roads are still shut, <laughs> amen, that's why we are shutting up. <laughs> let, let me help you understand something. I, I realize that I don't need to talk about revival unless a person is revived inside. Amen. Uh, uh, you know what? Uh, when, when we have a DCD meeting and God moves very powerfully, you see everybody's talking about it. <laughs> you know, when you're not talking about it, I can tell you what's the reason. Your relationship with God is not at the place that it should be with His resurrection power, with His excitement. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. I say He still do miracles even though there are some delays. Amen. Don't ask me. He's God. Amen. You know, but, but, but I've got to seek. I've got to stretch myself. I've got to walk on water to see the miracles. If I don't going to get out, I'm not going to walk on water. If, if God calls me to do something, let's do it. Amen. Amen. But the reason there is so little drama that you need to read, go and watch Korean drama. I mean, folks, enough of, I mean, look, your life is already a drama. Amen. If you were to allow God to be the author and the finisher of your life, you're going to see things that you've never done seen before. Yes. Amen. And, 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 and the reason why some of us are, are not stepping out of water just because you fail, just because people reject you, does, you know, you, you hold back. I mean, hey, folks, you got to understand something. Not everybody will want what you want. <laughs> Amen. But our focus, okay, uh, marketing strategy, they say this, you know, they do harvesting. Okay, what do you mean by harvesting? You need 10 people to find one. Amen. But if you don't harvest ten, you will not get one. Amen. So, so don't let the one stop you from harvesting the nine. Amen. I mean, salespeople will tell you this. You know, you're going to get rejection. You better get ready for rejection. Amen. How many salespeople are there? You know, when you, you spend time presenting everything and then like you waste your time. Don't give up because someone is waiting for you. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Okay. Again, then we have to respond in Matthew chapter 28. Then we move on to the last part is our responsibility. <laughs> Amen. You know what, folks? Don't forget we work not to make a life. Everybody say praise God. We have a mission. And this mission is exciting. Amen. I say again, this mission is exciting if you allow God to touch you. 
And just because someone rejects you doesn't mean don't take it personal. Just move on. Look for someone who wants the message of the gospel. Amen. We read about Colossians chapter 4 verse, 20, uh, 4, verse 2 and 6. It says, continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. At the same time, pray also for us. Okay, this is talking about Paul, pray for us. And he's talking about those that are called to be in the fivefold ministry. Amen. Not everybody will need to take a mic to preach. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. <laughs> Some of you say, hang, oh, I'm scared to speak on the mic. No, not everyone will be called to be in a fivefold ministry. But, if we, but we ought to pray for the fivefold ministry. I say again, we ought to pray for the fivefold ministry. We ought to pray for Bishop Ellis, Bishop Chester Wright, and all those people. Pray for your pastor. We ought to pray for the fivefold ministry. And this is what he was asking them to pray that God may open us a door for the word to declare the mystery of Christ. Amen. So we need to pray. Right now, there are churches all around Singapore declaring Jesus Christ and revealing the mystery of Jesus Christ. Can we just lift our hands? Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray, God, that you will open a door. Father, right now, God, open a door right now as we pray in agreement, Lord, that the man of God, the fivefold ministry, God, will declare Father, in the name of Jesus, God, with clarity, the mystery of Christ. Amen, God, that they will, you will put words on their mouth, God, to encourage those, God, that need to hear the word, God. In the name of Jesus. To give you some clarity here, you know, when Paul was writing the books of Colossians, or Colossians, yeah, uh, chapter 4 verse 2, all the way to 4, he was addressing the fivefold ministry. So what's the fivefold ministry? Ephesians chapter 4 verse 11 to 12. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some eventually, some pastors, some teachers. This is the fivefold ministry. For the equipping of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying uh, the body of Christ. Okay. You know, not everybody will be called in a fivefold ministry. Not everybody. And Paul, when he asked to pray for the fivefold ministry, and particularly he talks about the gift of an evangelist. Amen. That, that God will give us clarity. God will open a door for us. Amen. That we can speak for the mysteries of Christ. Amen. That, uh, uh, you know, we need to pray. And he was showing the church at that time how to pray for the fivefold ministry because the role of the fivefold ministry is to also equip the saints to do the ministry. Amen. So you notice that, that there are two groups of people, the fivefold ministry, which I call the father dimension, and then the losing of the saints to do ministry, which I believe is called the mother dimension of ministry. Both ministries must Compliment like a husband and a wife must compliment each other. Amen. If you want the church to grow, everybody's got to do their part. The fivefold ministry, pray for us. Open that door. Amen. That we may speak clearly what the Lord will say in these last days. Then we will give people understanding and reveal to them the mysteries of Christ. Then we have another group of people, which is, you, mo, this is the most, most, 
people are in this category, which is the saints of God. Amen. Okay, everybody say praise God. So, you know, then we read the scripture. It goes on to tell us, ready? But you, verse 5, walk in the wisdom towards outsiders, making the best use of your time. Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to how you ought to answer each person. Amen. So again, this is the part where, <laughs> amen, you need to make your life questionable. <laughs> Everybody say, praise God. I know when I talk, of, when I use the word questionable, I'm not saying, you know, uh, 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 questionable whether your faith is real. <laughs> you know, I'm saying that your faith is so real that it will provoke people. Why you do the things that, why you still love me? Uh? I mean, you know, you know, uh, like, let me give you an example. Okay, this is my conviction with the Lord. Okay, I believe that all authority is given by God. So, you know, it was raining. Uh, there was a red light in front and it was a clear road. So I stand there, because it was red, I stand there. Didn't move. All my friends say, hey, Kiale! <laughs> you know, I mean, there's no car, but then I look at them, I say, no, 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 no. <laughs> because I believe that if I disobey authorities, I disobey God. I mean, they look at me like, okay, la. you know, they just walk across, you know, without uh, wondering why I behave the way I have. But, but more than that, you know, I think the, the fact that I want your behavior to be questionable should be good things. Amen. Like, like, like forgiveness, like, like going the extra mile, overcoming evil with good. I mean, we Christians always <laughs> make sure that you can for the right reasons. <laughs> you, you, you understand once people will say, wow, why you, you know, wow, you holy, holy, uh, you know, and, and, and you got to be very careful that we, 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 we make people feel condemned. You know, because one of the number one reasons that people don't want to become Christians is because you're very hypocritical. You're judges. You judge us all the time. And, and I want to be very careful that, that when the Bible says that, that I want to live a life that is questionable, what does it mean? Okay? In the book, Surprise the World, Michael Frost says this. The believer's function then was totally to pray like crazy, to conduct themselves in word and deed in such a way as to provoke unbelievers to question their beliefs and enter into an evangelistic dialogue. Amen. They, they, they will start to look at your life so different. The way you raise your children. Why are you so different? Why are you so hospitable to me? I mean, why? Why, why you know, when, when nobody wants to eat with me, you, pop, you, 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 you just take your tray and just sit in front of me and you won't let me go. Why? Why? I mean, I mean I'm not talking about, you know, uh, you know, people just look at your dress code. You know, that, that's got to be more than that. Hello? Amen. That is, is that, that, that before they talk about your dress code, and when they talk about your dress code, they already know that you love them. And they dare not put... You see, you know, sometimes I think that we Christians are guilty of this. Listen very carefully right now. That we, there's not enough righteous factor. That's why they have to look at your clothes. L let me give you an example. Uh, listen, I had a home Bible study student 
uh, he's now preaching. No, no, today he didn't preach. Sam, okay, I taught a home Bible study to him. And the parents were kind of worried what's going on with him. He's so involved now. I mean, he's praying at home. So the dad and mom asked the auntie, which is a missionary, <laughs> to come and check what is going on with my son. Eh? Why so on fire? I mean, I don't want people to just look at our consecration of, of coming to prayer meeting. I don't want, uh, 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 you know what, uh, uh, reading the Bible, praying every day. I, come on, folks, I don't want people just to look at that. I want them to see the fruit of the Spirit. You know, at the end of the day, he must be more kind in the home. At the end of the day, more submitted to the mother. At the end of the day, know how to clean the house. Amen. He never used to do that, but now he does it. Amen. That he's more polite to the parents. Amen. So, so Sister Willoughby at that time walked, you know, and, and she came to join our prayer meeting and Sister Willoughby asked, Oh, good morning. You know, you are new here. Yeah. Oh, you are, you are Sam's auntie. Uh, yeah, because the parents sent me over because the son is acting differently. <laughs> Everybody say differently. Don't act differently for the sake of acting differently. And, and, and it's then, you know, talking about her concern, you know, he's praying more, he's da, 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 you know, and stuff like that. And Sister Willoughby, God gave her wisdom. She says this, well, ask the parents this. Is he more godly? I mean, is he more respectful? Is he more, uh, uh, more kawaii, you know, good boy at home? I mean, does he show respect? Then the auntie sat down there and think, yeah, the parents also say they become suddenly so quiet, so un unbelievable. <laughs> that, that from a wild child become a sedated child. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know that, that there is a... Good changes. I don't want people to just keep on looking and, oh, he changed, but, but this change, you know, the world won't understand everything we talk about change. Like. But at least we need to manifest the love of Christ, the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. That this person suddenly, you know, used to lose his temper. And now he says, sorry. <laughs> I mean, my, 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 my son and my daughter never ever say sorry to me. But, but, but the, the fact that he say, uh, daddy, sorry. Daddy, mom, you know, and, and they become more respectful. You know, uh, uh, you know what? Let me tell you something. When someone manifests the fruit, right? It's more powerful than anything else. That, 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 because there's not enough fruit, right? They, they look at you as Xiao Lang. <laughs> you know, like, like I told my dad that, that you know how, how rebellious I am, right? I say that you cannot just give me hearsay. He said, you, you think I never thought through me? Then he look at me, yeah, oh. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I, I think that the, the point that I want to say today is, is don't be questionable for the sake of being Different, <laughs> the wrong way. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? You know, but I want to be different because you know what? Oh, you know, there's something about Eddie when he worked in a company that he gave me. In, he's a good worker. The one I have no doubt. Come on time, you know. Things do beyond and extra. Amen. There's something about him that is different from the rest of my workers. 
You, you hear what I'm saying? I mean, like, like the way you approach problem solving is so different. Instead of pointing finger, you know, now in the company, they always point finger who never do what. Then the other one point, this one point, they redirect the emails from one forward to another forward to another forward. I mean, sometimes I'm also sad, so sad that even Christians also do that. Working in the same company, sometimes I think don't know whether it's a good thing or not. <laughs> Amen. Everybody say, Amen. I mean, where is the difference? There has got to be a difference that when I employ Christian, the person's reference points about the Christians, wow, I used to employ three Christians. Very good, very good. Okay, come, 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 interview. Take them down, take them down. You, you know, it's, it's just like, you know, when, 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 when we have Gukas, you know, the, 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 the soldier, Gukas, right? I mean, they are known for bravery. You know why they were known for bravery? Because their great-great-grandfather or grandfather were brave. Amen. So when we think about Gukas, oh, wow, siao <laughs> The training crazy one. You know, they will walk in the jungle. I still remember when I was in Tekong. Suddenly, and lo and behold, I was in the jungle with my friends. And then suddenly, one of the Gukas soldiers has come out with uh, GPMG around his neck like that. I said, one person there, I got scared. I mean, they are known for their bravery. Amen. Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. I hope that we are known for, for, for good people. We are known of people that will give back to society. Responsible. Amen. Not just coming here and, 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 and behave one way and another way. You know, uh, at the workplace, the same person. You know, and then that will tear down the walls. And I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm asking you to be honest. Everybody say, praise God. I mean, we all going to make mistakes. Own up. Don't, don't point finger. You know, I still remember, you know, uh, it was a Tuesday or, or Wednesday. I don't know when we used to have prayer meeting. And I couldn't close the tail. I mean, I couldn't. Uh, what's the right word? Balance the, 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 the account. You know, and I want to go pray on me thing so badly. So I just go down there. Quick corner. Okay lah. You know, I just write right off and then close the so I can go pray on me thing. Then brother will be to talk about integrity. <laughs> wow, of all the time. Then, then, I, 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 you know, like some of you were trophies with God. I, I did this. I tell them, uh, Lord, if you really want me to make it right, then Friday, huh? <laughs> Friday, let nobody come. And I choose Friday. You know why? Because Friday uh, is the most busy time in animal clinic. Like. <laughs> I say, Friday, just clear the crowd <laughs> so that I can talk to my boss and confess what I did was wrong. Then lo and behold, it rained Heavily. Nobody bring the dog out to the clinic. It was total empty. You pray the kind of prayer, then God, you cannot say you don't do anything. But. And I still remember going there and say, uh, Dr. Lai, Dr. Lai, I want to confess something. I, I, sh I, I shouldn't be doing this. And I take full responsibility. I want you to forgive me. He said, why, why so serious? And say, oh, I couldn't close the tail, you know, cannot tally, you know, the, the account. So I just put a figure in, then he looked at me. Then suddenly he looked at my face. Eh? 
him straight in the face. I Tim, I want to let you know something. If I have a son, I want him to be like you. Honest. Because it's very hard to find people who are honest now. I call it the righteous factor. So, so you know, like, you know, I, I, I don't know, but nowadays when people say I'm a Christian, I'm like, oh, what kind? <laughs> the real kind. <laughs> you know, see me quite a Christian. Uh, uh, real or Sunday Christian. Uh, say, oh, oh, sometimes I want to ask them, what kind of Christian are you? You know, are you a Christian atheist? <laughs> you know, I, I really, because you say you're a Christian, then it come out, uh, the words are not, not there. <laughs> Very weird, like, you talk about things that shouldn't be talking about. Like. And then you behave like a way, like a devil. Like. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then Sunday you come, oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> who are dancing I mean, I, mean, I mean there are people that are just struggling the fact that if they are working together with you I mean then they see you one attitude like that then Sunday another attitude like that I mean something is off you are you, you, you are questionable but the wrong way of questionable are you truly a Christian how come Christian can like that one ah? I want to be that, 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 that kind of Christian that, that, that is 24-7. I'm trying. I'm, I'm not there yet. You know, there are times when, when, when my flesh will act out, you know. Amen. But, 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 but I'm not saying that, that, that it's permission, but at least take responsibility. Don't point. You lay, you lay. You know what? I never saw it that way before. You know you're right. Thank you for pointing out to me, you know. I'm not sure what I'm going to do about it, but I'm at least willing to work on it. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> put it below the what? The blanket or under the bed or whatever. Let me think about it. Let me work on this a while. You know, and, and, and I want us to read the hardest scripture that I know. Uh, God is really helping me understand this. Matthew chapter 5, verse 39 to 48. Not easy, like. Okay, Matthew chapter 5 onwards. I mean, we talk about the B attitudes, but then we just we stop there. But this is Matthew chapter 5, verse 39 to 48. But I tell you not to resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. How many of you ever practiced this before? I did. I still remember the time when she can testify because she was there. <laughs> that when the person beat me up for no, no, no whatsoever reason. Eh? <laughs> I don't know, the Holy Ghost got on me. I said something. If beating me up will make you feel good, do it. And the person, spirit, right? The spirit that's in the person loose totally broke from him. He don't know what to do because you are doing spiritual warfare one-on-one. Don't give the enemy room in you. Amen. Because if I beat him up, maybe I'm in prison already. Amen. I've been doing cell ministry. <laughs> Amen. Come on, everybody say praise God. I, I know this is difficult. I don't know what happened to me that time, but I truly love that individual. That's the key. 
You know, there are so many times when you truly love somebody, you stand in the gap and say, you're going to touch her? Go through me first. And I won't touch you because I love you too. If he's killing me, that makes everything okay. Don't touch her. Love does that. You will lay down your life for the brethren. And that's so powerful. That, that power influences and turn evil people to good. Wow. I mean, I was evil towards God. Come on, how many of you were aliens towards God? I'm an alien. Amen, the Bible calls aliens. <laughs> you know, but when Christ could have judged me, could have killed me, he did not. He gave me grace. He showed me mercy. Could it be that that, that, that colleague that you are working with, all you need is mercy that can turn him around. Amen. Everybody say, praise God. Then, then, then here comes another one. Oh, he's getting, getting tougher and tougher. Let's read uh, verse, okay, <laughs> 40. If anyone wants to sue you, take away your tunic and let him have your cloak also. <laughs> Man, goodness, it's getting tough for someone to sue you. Hey, 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 hey you still want what? Uh, my shirt. Uh, you, you know, how about uh, my coat? Leather jacket one or not? <laughs> you know, my goodness, I, I don't get Jesus' way of dealing things. You know, we talk about it. And, and then again, and whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. You know, uh, we have a colleague that we used to work in animal clinic. Very unreasonable one. Very unreasonable. Always attack a doctor. Or always attack. Always attack me one. Like 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 always looking at all oh my fine fault at me one. You know how many of you you are, got boss are always keep on looking micromanaging you or trying to, you know, uh, be the accuser of the brethren. I think he's the uh, accuser of the brethren personified. Like. I mean, there are some people that just want to ruin your day one day. You know, like, like, I mean, she always coming after her case one. You know, you know and, and, and we're working in the same place until God told me down is your chance because I still remember very clearly, you know, at that time, you know, when we go range, I don't know whether you still go, you, you need to have earplugs. You still use earplugs or not? You still use earplugs, right? And, and, and he, wow, he jealous, he didn't, he don't, cannot find his earplug and then he don't want to be charged. Eh? And I say, uh, then, you know, I'm laughing because I want him to be charged. <laughs> I mean, there's a part of me that wants him to be charged. That's carnality. Come on. All of us have that. Come on. Let him be. <laughs> then maybe put him extra. I don't have to see his face for one week. At least I'll give me a break. Lah. I mean, but then God says, this is your opportunity to go the extra mile. And you know what I say? Dr. Lau, stay here. I have another extra year plug. I'm going to go to my house and pick it up for you. When I went there, pick up the year plugs and give it to him, his relationship changed totally to me. You saw that. Whew, it works. You, are, you know, this requires not a natural response, but a supernatural response. You know, to make an enemy is very easy. Leh. But to make your enemy your friend, that takes God. <laughs> Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. Do you not know that I have turned around relationships just because they don't deserve it, but I give it to them? 
whether it's money. Do you know that money? They say Amen. Do you know not know that? You can save a relationship because you save with your money. How many times we save love relationships because they don't deserve it, but you do opposite. They don't deserve it. Well, do you deserve the grace of God? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I mean, I, I mean, you, this is... Why would you do it? Sometimes people will think to you, say, you, you crazy, yeah? You're not scared they abuse you. you know, no, God's have my back. All I need to do is to obey God and God's covering me. Amen. He, either he works or he don't. Come on, everybody say praise God. Come on, everybody say praise God. Then 42, give to him. Again, <laughs> give to him who asks you and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be the sons of your Father in heaven. He makes His Son rise on the evil and on the good. He sends the rain on the just and on the unjust. Everybody say praise God. Amen. And then here comes another point that I really want to help you. For if you love those who love you, uh, you know, let me, let me read that scripture again. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Do not even the tax collector, which means the sinners, do the same. So you know what? I heard the story. I think you heard it probably about a waiter just giving bad services. In America, it's a tipping culture. So you have to pay 25% tip, at least 25%. Uh, I went there, forgot to tip, I almost get it from them. <laughs> it, it, you got to pay 25% tip. So, you know, uh, there are times, uh, there was this story of an evangelist, know that this lady was really giving horrible services, everything, just, just what do you want, what do you want, you're just crude. And the evangelist gave her 100% tip. And then she looked at him. I don't deserve your tip, you know. I know you're having a bad day. I just want to make your day a bit better. And the person just cried. The end of the story, they shared the gospel. She received the Holy Ghost in the restaurant. I'm talking about supernatural. Maybe the reason why we don't see people save is because We are not living a life that is questionable. <laughs> Amen. Wow. <laughs> Amen. That's why, you know, let me say this. I love 
those people that worked in coffee shops. I love them. You know, they will wipe the table and I always remember say thank you. At least they are working. Can we not respect people because they made in the image of God that they are who have an opportunity that when you acknowledge them, you look at them and say thank you for doing a good job. You never know what doors can open. Amen. Amen. Uncle Bola You know, I've always believed that, you know, there is a saying that I totally disagree. Respect, you gotta earn it. Well, like that die law. I have to earn your respect, then permission to be rude. Given a, no, you know what? I respect people because they are made in the image of God. And people need respect. Only when we honour and respect people, we can receive their giftings. Amen. You know, I mean, it's a simple thing like saying that, hey, I was insensitive, sorry. You know, it's respect. You know, I, I just want to say this, you know, like, like, you know, so what? Some people better looking than others, but that doesn't give you the right to judge them. Amen? Come on, everybody say praise the Lord. This is basic soul winning. <laughs> Amen? <laughs> you know, again, Romans chapter 12, verse 14 says, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Romans chapter 12, verse 21 tells us, do not overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. And unfortunately, the place that God wanted to teach me how to overcome evil with good is in the animal clinic. He said, if, if you cannot work this out there, you will never be the man of God that I need you to be. So, you know, if you, you work in animal clinic, you know, uh, some of the people are, you know, not very normal. Huh? Hallelujah. Everybody say praise the Lord. And, and, you know, every one of the customer that is the most unique, <laughs> amen, special. I made up my goal is to win your heart. I still remember Mrs. Campbell. Very unique lady. Everything I do, she will. And I told myself, I need to win her. Mrs. Campbell, she will call, make an appointment, 3 o'clock, she expects to go in at 3. So you know what I do? Mrs. Campbell, uh, there is a surgery. I'm just calling you advance just to let you know you may have to wait. I went the extra mile. And uh, Mrs. Campbell, you, you're carrying the, 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 the what do you call that, the, your dogs, you know. Uh, can I carry those boxes the carriers into your car. She saw it. And my boss said, what are you doing? I said, I'm providing service. <laughs> huh? And, and I'm going to tell you something. Animal clinic when the, the, the lowest, right, in their, their, their year became the best of, best of their years because the extra mile and mentality. I'm not kidding. I carry that, you know, oh, I still... <laughs> 
all kinds of things. All those people, I, 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 you know, that's how you make your working life exciting. Eh? You, you got to see somebody, <laughs> your customer. Oh, hello, chala, one, chala, one. So you, 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 you should know how to accept them the way they are. And then you need to know how to provide service that only you can provide. Amen. So what can you provide? I can call them. I can call. You know, like, like some of these ladies, when, when they bring the, 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 the dogs in, everything, auntie, uncle, grandma, grandfather all come in. Also, you know, I know already immediately my number inside my head, which uh, record and where they're staying and what kind of... I have to call them a taxi at the end <laughs> because I know... The profile, <laughs> the profile of this individual, and 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 there's one time, uh, uh, Dick Lee's uh, mom came. I didn't know it was Dick Lee's mom until my boss told me, "Hey, that one Dick Lee's mom." Say, "Oh, really?" So Dick Lee's mom came over and say, "Hey, Timothy, come here." Say, "Why?" Yes, ma'am. Na ang pao. I say, "Oh, you don't have to. I want to." Those hard customers was my job. God said, your assignment made them love you. Wow, it was hard. There are times I, I went back, they treat me like worse than a dog. Eh? They go, they carry a dog. Oh, this is my baby, my baby, my baby. I mean, they would say, this is my baby, you? <laughs> like, you know, for me, I was wiping the dog's... Uh, feces everywhere, and the devil came up to me and said this, no, you are worse than a human being because you are cleaning up the feces of dogs. What kind of dignity is that? You, you, you clean uh, man's feces, still not bad, but now you are cleaning an animal feces, and God put you here? Oh, I was struggling, and I went, I, I, I walked home, I purposely walked home from Clementi Road to Dover Road. I walk home and I crying out, God, God, I can't do this. God, the first day I want to quit already. <laughs> you know, I say, I don't like animals more. <laughs> but God says, this is where I want you to start. I still remember. <laughs> I, I said, you know what? I don't like animals. When I walk into that clinic, um, Dr. Lai interviewed me and said, Okay, so you love animals? No. <laughs> then why are you here? Because God called me. You know what he said? Praise the Lord. <laughs> but never do I need to know that, that every day I was being crucified because I was in the title. I don't know how to manage people. I, I, I had issues in me. It was very self-centered. Ministry was all about me and not about loving people the way loving the unlovables. You know, it's, it's then I've learned to love. I learned to recognize that I can't do this. I, every day I pray, I can't do this, Lord. How long? How long? You know, every day I'm praying, crying out to God. And then, lo and behold, 
my wife at that time, my friend, comes and say, hey, got job to do or not? You know, I say, yeah, animal clinic, they want another assistant. I say that, you get ready, eh? you're going to die like me. Eh? And then she also died daily. Amen. Both of us died. Then she come and ask me, how do you master it? Win their heart. Win their heart. I told you, win their heart. Win their heart. Come on, every day, let's win people's heart. If we don't win their heart, we cannot win them. Amen. And it's not an easy deal. Because you got to love them despite what they will think about you. I still remember in the night I was just, everybody was attacking me. My boss, I got six doctors to work with. All different patterns. Some want this, some want that, some want this. She knows. Some want this, some want wow. The appointment must be tuned to and everything. One, I got to remember that. Okay, 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 okay. You know, and 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 and, and I say, God help me. I was crying, and interceding, change me, oh God, change me. I want to be a better person. Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm just telling you this because. Maturity is adapting to the situation. And I have adapted to that situation. Amen. And, and I know the Lord was watching over me. Even to this day, if you go to the animal clinic, I had somebody who went to the animal clinic, then they mentioned my name, Dr. John Paul. I still remember me. So next time I bring Skylar there, I say, Dr. John Paul, you remember me? He still remember because he saw God move in my life. You know, and, and, and again, people will always remember every act of kindness that you give to them. I say again, you know, there are times where I don't understand. Everybody say, praise God. And then I had to stay there for another two more years until a girl by the name of Ong Kiang Kiang coming to the animal clinic, Sister JJ. Sometimes we don't wait. We just say, wow, can, can I say something to you? Sometimes God wants you to wait uh, for that person that will come two years down the road. i like, wow. You, you, you got to know the peace of God when to leave. Eh? I didn't feel peace at all, eh? Because you know what? God, if I don't change, I may not get to witness to her. Amen. My philosophy has always been this. I will not move until I really feel you moving. It's never about protection. It's about making me better. And you know that only the clay that stays in the portals will get formed. If you keep on going out, he cannot form you. Amen. You know, when I hear young people say, I want to switch another job to another job, another job, God says, could it be... I want, you know what? I want to break everything about you. <laughs> like how he break everything about me. So that I can make the new you. Amen. Everybody say praise God. Oh. 
Amen. You know, again, when we say about living a life that is questionable, it's, I'm not talking about whether you are Christian. I'm talking about that the way you live your life, you are so different. But yet somehow about you, that I see you, your situation around you. But Kelvin, I don't see a depression. Tell me what's your strength. It's not always everything must be sweet, sweet. You, you understand, life is full of problems. Right? But how we respond to it is light and salt. Right? How we respond to it. Right? It's so easy to God deliver me. But God, I've said it many times, wants to deliver the power of circumstances to rule over my heart. That even though He don't answer my prayer, I still got peace with God. And because I have peace with God, I have peace of God. Amen. You will lose your job, but the kind of attitude that you come out with, let's see. I say, oh, you know what? Sister Jenny always said this to me when I was going from one interview to another interview. She said this to me. Wow, Timothy, don't worry. Just, God's just giving you another better promotion. <laughs> I mean, her attitude is this, you know, if this door shut, means another door will shut another way. Amen. And, 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 you know, I want to live a life that will speak to people, but in order for people to speak to you, you got to be real. Amen. you got to be real. And there are times where I mess up, I just say, hey, I was a bad example, forgive me. Amen. Amen. Come on, everybody, say praise God. Amen. Uh, uh, I want to share with you some of the ways that we can bless other people. You're ready with it? The word blessing comes from an English, old English word to simply mean to add strength to another's arm. Amen. Everybody say praise God. To bless another is to build them up, to increase in strength. So life, if you say, I want to bless somebody, it's not more than just a word. You say that, I want to make your life better. I want to add strength to you. And this week, I want you all to have an assignment. Okay, here we go. Bless somebody in the church and bless somebody outside the church and bless another person, whether in or out of church. Learn how to bless somebody. How, how to bless somebody. Hey, brother, can I take you out for lunch? Can I bless you? Amen. Some of you have done an excellent job supporting Brother Kelvin. Amen. I've seen you. But, but again, I'm asking you to, 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 to do something different during this whole entire series. You're going to hear something called the table. Amen. Do you not know that Jesus did his ministry around the table. Okay, we're going to talk about that next week. And, and the way that you're going to bless somebody, you can use words of affirmation. Amen. Uh, Mark Twain said this, a word of encouragement is like oxygen to the soul. Acts of kindness. Amen. Bless others by doing them a favour, providing some kind of radical support, babysit, an exhausted couple kids, help people move. Amen. Acts of kindness. Amen. Uh, Sister 
Annie and Brother Georgie, thank you for acts of kindness towards Tao. They've been mentioning a lot about you. You know, your acts of kindness have opened their hearts. Amen. Things like this. You may not know the Bible. <laughs> you are not there to teach theological studies. People don't care until you show them that you care. Okay? I mean, gifts. Amen. <laughs> this one, uh, Charles' favourite, right? I think so. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about total random giving. And, and please, uh, don't go buy gifts. Like Sometimes I know what you all do. You open the storeroom. Uh, yeah, there's some people give me, uh, yeah, I keep, and then I give to somebody else. Lah. It's like, whoa. You know, some people who receive gifts, one, right? No one. Say, why are you giving me these gifts? Lah? And if you give a lot of thought about your gifts, and you give gifts, right? It becomes very meaningful. Amen. Charles is very good at this one. He observes you very carefully and he sees what you need. So you observe me. Uh, there are some things that I need. Uh, I hope you can see. <laughs> okay. How about uh, invite them for something? A meal. Amen. Invite them. Go do something. Shopping. Everybody say, praise God. Are you with me? <laughs> you know, just imagine if all of us were to do this, 30 or 40 of us, you think we can shake the world? If all of us in this room will find somebody to go out with, I'm not asking you to share the gospel. I'm asking you to bless them. Amen. What would happen? We need to get out with Jack again. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. You know, just to go out and buy him a meal. You know, it's amazing what the table can do. <laughs> That's what I'm going to talk about next week, okay? Not, not me. Who is teaching next week? Uh, Chris. Right? Chris, you're teaching next week, right? Don't know. Okay, lah. now you know. Lah. <laughs> uh, should be something like that. But we're going to talk about ministry on the table. Amen. If all of us do this, right, what would happen? If we invest in relationship with people before inviting them to church, what would happen? If we meet their needs as a friend, making them feel that they matter, what would happen? When we invest in people's lives, they will be more receptive to hearing about God. Amen. You know, uh, again, Dave Ferguson, you know, in the book, Discovery Missions Now, Dave Ferguson, you know, the guy who came up with Bless B-L-E-S-S, he said this, recounts reading a doctrinal thesis entitled Blessers versus Converters. Let me repeat that again. He wrote a thesis called Blessers versus Converters. Research looked at two teams of a short-term missionaries that visited Thailand with distinctive different missional strategies. The team referred to as blessers went with the intention of simply blessing people. They saw their mission as being to bless whoever came their way in whatever practical ways they could. On the other hand, the converters went to the sole intention of converting people and evangelizing everyone they encountered. The researchers found that the blessers also had almost 50 times as many conversions than the converters. When we live unexpected life, which include blessing others, we find ourselves being questioned by others, then we have the best opportunity for sharing the hope of Christ within 
us. Amen. I, I want to close with this. Reservists. I know you all hate reservists, but I like reservists. You know, I prayed my friends to the Holy Ghost in reservists as well. You know, I still remember, you know, we were in uh, uh, Changi. You know, we were digging, shell scrape and uh, whatever. But we got stopped by the country club. We said, you have no rights or authorization. So, okay, never mind. We sit down there on the chair. It was the coolest part. It was a club. I can go bathe some more. I commando call inside and go and bathe, you know, in camp duty. So, my friend told me this, you know, at the end of the day, he said, this. you were just sharing. And he says, you know, I asked God, no, I talked to God. Leh. Show me how to be safe. Leh. And I told him this, but he never answered. Leh. Now, then I turned around and said, then what do you think I'm here for? <laughs> say, oh, yeah, Lord. Yeah, wah. and then, wallah, best you. Wallah, hammer, man. I thought about preaching. I, I think I killed him. <laughs> you know, we were talking, you know, and stuff like that. He says, I don't know whether my, 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 my wife will be on board this or not. I said, no, you just focus on yourself. You need to get yourself on the boat first. You know, I shared the gospel, you know. And, and, and you'll be surprised, right? That sometimes all you need to do is to go the extra mile for your friend. And, and, and you got to prove your friendship. It's not just about taking. Just, we do evangelism not to make ourselves the resume looks better. Leh. Hello? Come on, everybody say praise God. Come on, are you with me? Not because that you can say boldly 20 people I pray through the Holy Ghost. Eh. It's not about that. Oh, I still remember the time when neighbours, <laughs> you know, we always walk past. I, I, I remember uh, Brother Thomas, you know, he was really my neighbour next door and I walk, I look at him and I say this, hey, you want supper or not? I'm going to Bukit Batok. Leh. You want supper? Hey, no need, no need. But I also buy Tao Suan or whatever, give it to him. Then you open your ears leh, very carefully. He said, oh, my computer break down. Don't know what to do. You know what I did? I volunteered to repair his computer. You hear for needs. Leh. Listen. Amen. And invest. I say again, invest. You know, there's a book by this same flow, David Ferguson. Hero Makers. Get it. I love that book because you know what? I want to be a hero maker. Because who knows that person that is my neighbor, the son maybe, you know what, one day a TF Tanny. You never know. Life is so short that, you know, I'm, I'm talking a lot about investment, especially when you grow older. Huh? You want to make your returns come back faster. Right? You got to take more risks. Eh? Then God says, why don't you take more risks in the spirit? Because you take risks uh, in the money world out there, you won't come back one. Eh? But I keep record. Eh? So you know what? The more risky, the more miracles that God can do. Eh? Amen. But I'm trying to make it as simple as it is today. Bless someone, strengthen someone's arm. That's all I'm saying. Bless somebody, strengthen someone's arm. Today, if you miss out on anything, 
bless somebody. That person has no ability to give you back. Bless him. Bless someone in church. Bless someone outside church. Make your, uh, 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 what, ICT, reservist, that uh, place to bless somebody. Amen. It's not complicated. And then when they ask you, why you do this? Oh, because I was given a second chance. Because you know what? Jesus loves you. Because your family is important to me. Amen. When you want to come out, hey folks, when you do budgeting, uh, listen uh, very carefully. Many people never put evangelism on. That will cost you at least 10 to 20%. You say, uh, then I got nothing already. Oh. Never mind, God will bless you. I have never seen anybody put the budget, evangelism budget because everything is me. They put clothes, they put everything. Where's the budget of evangelism? Because it takes money to evangelize and bless someone. Amen. Everybody say praise the Lord. Are you all with me? But you know what? I'm going to tell you something. If you invest in stocks, markets, all this thing, right? You come back to you, but that's only in this world. The greatest, I, I have a wonderful opportunity for 20, 20 over years, uh, 25 years to see all the investment as a Sunday school teacher come back to me. I pray that you guys will have the opportunity that I've seen some of the young people that are married, Charles, like for instance, Charles the square head boy. <laughs> <laughs> Jolene, amen, <laughs> grown up, you know. And, and I, I got to say, Sister Liming, we were all the crazy Sunday school teacher trying to figure out what we are doing. <laughs> you know, at that time, we didn't know. But you know what? I'm so thankful that I've invested. Thank you, Sister Liming. You see, you come to an age right, where money don't move you anymore, you come to an age when you ask yourself this question, am I living a life of significance? And if everything's so scared, so scared, then you may have a stronghold that needs healing. Because you still think about yourself. Amen. Amen. Come on. I'm, I'm, you know what? The greatest life that you're going to live is one of investing in other people. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Uh, you know, I'm so thankful that day we were opening up the photo album. Can't help it. Saw Cheryl, you know, and saw uh, the Sunday school before you had kids. You know, the miserables. You all remember? <laughs> you know, and I was saying that, oh, wow, you know, I've got to believe God for the miracles. Amen. I mean, these are things that I, I, I look back, right? I don't talk about my bank account. <laughs> I look back and see how lives have been drastically changed because we invested in that handshake, that Bible study. You know, that keeps my, my heart. I don't have really much. Really, me and my wife don't have a lot, but I got a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> you know why we have lots of stories to tell? We were crazy. I want to be investors. If someone wants to pray for the date to rise up again, I will join in together with you. I mean, I want to be there when it happens. Eh? Don't you want your resume lay hands on the date they rise? <laughs> Amen. But, but people will look at you as crazy. Eh? 
I mean, don't they say that about the investors like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates? Crazy. If God is in it, everything is going to be okay. I want to encourage you. Amen. I hope this is a lesson for us that God is calling us, try me. You know, I'm not just about a God that saves you. I want to invest in you so that you can invest in others. And only when you invest in others, your giftings will come out. You know, only when you start to invest in other people, the gifts of God will come out. You know, every week my wife listens to me teach the same lesson, but different flow. <laughs> I, I, I just take my notes, I just oh, da, 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 open my mouth. Blah, blah, blah. Then after that, I said, oh, good message. I didn't know that, that that came out from. So I took a pen and rewrite PowerPoint Australia, PowerPoint uh, 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 Columbia, PowerPoint, because there's different flows in the spirit. And I just make myself available and God will take care of the rest. Amen. I'm so glad that I have a partner with me that goes along this journey of the crazy and she believes in my vision. Amen. She don't think about herself. I know she. Amen. She's always thinking about other people. She's more giving than me. But she's stingy to herself. Amen. But... So glad, so glad to have my children also joining me with the journey. Amen. But I don't know. When I look back, I never see we wasted our life. <laughs> it's an incredible life. And all I want to say, God, I did the best that I know how in animal clinic. I did the best that I know as a pastor. I did the best that I know becoming a father. I did the best that I know because I'm more about investing in other people, not me. It's easy to give and put inside your pocket. Try to give to somebody who cannot give you back. Amen. And that's how we break the spirit of materialism. Everybody say, praise God. How many of you want to join me with this endeavor? Why don't we stand to our feet? Amen. Could you pray that your loaves and fishes will be multiplied? Amen. You know what? All of us got our talents, our time. Okay. Here's what I want you all to do. I want you all to lift up your hands, you know, and do this. Put it, put it like this. This represents your life. Okay. I want you to give it to God right now. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, we come to you. Recognize, God, that we recognize, God, that you're the greatest investor. You came, gave yourself so freely. Lord, you purchased us with your precious blood, God. You did not, Lord, you did not, Lord, you did not send someone else, but you came personally, died on the cross, paid that price. You were my greatest investor. God, right now, with my life that you have invested in me, I want to invest, God, back into other people because, Lord, the true fact is that somebody taught me a Bible study. Somebody invited me to a church. Somebody, God, invited me, oh God, God, to a meal. Somebody invited me. They care enough to invite me. Lord, and I want to be, God, Lord, that legacy, God, Lord, to continue to invite others, to continue to invest, Lord, Lord, my hands, Lord, represents my life, Father. I ask, God, that you use it for your kingdom, 
and for your glory, God. Lord, I, I take the challenge, God, right now. Lord, I take the challenge right now. Come on, tell God that. I'm going to bless somebody, God, God, within the church. And I'm also going to bless somebody, Lord, outside the church. And I'm going to take this challenge, God, to bless someone else, God. God, whether it's in church or outside church or around the world. So in the name of Jesus, we give you honour. Hallelujah. Come on, let's, let's give God praise and honour right now. Father, we thank you, God, that we are able to invest in you. Amen. And Father, right now, I lose blessings over Cheryl Toy. Lord, right now, she has invested, Lord. And God, you are not done with her yet, Lord. Lord, I want to speak that right now, God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, he who began a good work, you will complete that work right now. In Jesus' name, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to find somebody to bless right now. Lay your hands, okay? If it be possible, you, do, you know, if it's not, you just do this. You know, lay your hands and bless them today. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless God, my brother. Bless God, my sister. Lord, let the blessings of the Lord be upon them. I pray, God, for a flow of the Holy Ghost that will come upon them. Lord, teach them to be investors in your kingdom and your glory, God, right now. In the name of Jesus, by the authority given to me as a man of God, by the authority given to me in the word of God right now, in the name of Jesus, God. God bless God, my brothers and sisters. In, in the name of Jesus, God, have your way. Have your way. Do your will, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Bless them. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Let's give God honor, praise, and honor to Him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's, let's make this world a better place. Come on, let's make this world a better place. Amen. Again, I want to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I'm asking God right now as a pastor, Lord. Lord, let them step in bonus. God, that we will lay hands on the sick, God. We will speak words of encouragement. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I ask God right now, Lord, that you will use us supernaturally. God, it is impossible for us to walk in this supernatural way because in myself, God, we are natural and we may be self-centered, Lord. But God, I pray, Lord, that you use us, Father, Lord, right now, God, teach us how to step in to the supernatural. Let the supernatural become natural in our lives, Father. In the name of Jesus and all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming so faithfully. Amen. If this, this continues, we may have to open up another auditorium. Praise God. Almost every auditorium we are seeing more people. So we may open up one at Funan. 
I know everybody want to go Funan because the food there is very nice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, I will, we will keep you updated. So just bear that in mind. Amen. You know, if it's possible, give give your you know give uh, uh, you know your the person on the left on the right you know uh, stay within your boundaries. A handshake, say God bless you. I'm so grateful for you. Okay. Amen.